Hello, my friends. Welcome. Welcome. Nice to see you again. It's Trish Carr with Women's Prosperity Network with another episode of Be Real, Get Real. So grab your cup of water for me, cup of coffee for you, perhaps, or just something that you can hang out with with us for the next 15 minutes or so as you get to know and I get to know one of the fabulous members of Women's Prosperity Network. And let me tell you, this woman is someone that I have known probably for, I don't even want to say, it's probably 14 years, something around that time frame. And, um, you know, what this show is really about is getting to know the people behind the business, because we don't do business with businesses. We do business with people. So when we get to know the people, the real people that create, that run, that are here every day doing what they do, um, it creates a little bit more affinity, a little bit more of that know, like, and trust factor. And we can create our own economy when we purchase from each other and we refer to each other. doesn't matter what's happening out in the economy when we create our own economy. So this show is all about getting to know those people behind the business. And today I am so, so excited to share with you my friend, Nanette Saylor. Now, let me just tell you just a little bit about Nanette's background, and we're going to get into it today. She is a former hotel manager. She was in the hospitality industry for a very long time, and she traded in her life-draining six figure career, like left her six-figure career because it was draining so much, but she did it so she can find the joy that she lost during the climb up that ladder. And any of you who have climbed and been striving, you know how much that can take out of you. So she was drawn back to her childhood love of art, music, and theater, which I love all those things too. And she found real comfort in reconnecting to her creative roots and discovered a spiritual lifeline when she started volunteering at a creative refuse center. Now, stick with me. It's called Trash to Treasure, and we're going to talk a little bit about it. But it profoundly transformed her life from one filled with stress. She was inspired to create the same. So she's a certified creativity coach who teaches visionary women to redefine the, their success on their terms and live their dreams each day by reclaiming their creative essence. Doesn't that sound great? Don't we all just want to close the laptop and plug into our creative essence? She's got a master's in healing with the arts and she uses her nurturing no judgment style to guide women on their journeys. So please help me welcome the fabulous Nanette Saylor. Nice to have you here with me, my friend. So nice to be here and thank you for that warm welcome. It's oh, my pleasure. pleasure. And Nanette is uh, almost a neighbor. We're both in South Florida. She lives yes. up in the Boca area. You've all heard of Boca, you saw Seinfeld. His parents lived in Boca <laughs> Del Boca or something. <laughs> So, yeah, you all know that Boca, that area, but uh, it's beautiful. I mean, who yeah. who doesn't love living by the ocean? 
Yeah, and I do live right right across from the ocean. I have the intercoastal as my backyard, and I have the beach as my front yard. So, you, oh my yeah. god, <laughs> it's like a yeah. dream come true for it me. Is. Yeah, it really, is. It's funny. I I saw yeah. the other day a bumper sticker that said, "My life is better than your vacation," and I thought, oh. you know, I need one of those. <laughs> You know, it's so true. When I go down to the beach and I see all those people who are lobster red because they're from Ohio or Michigan and they don't know to put on sunscreen, I'm like, I had a fly here to come to this yeah. beach. I get yeah. to come whenever I want. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah. It's pretty nice. So yes, it sure is. Well, you know, when I when I was looking at your bio and I was thinking about you letting go of your six figure job, mm-hmm. um, I did the same thing. And people always ask me, like, how did you have the guts to do that? So, Nanette, how did you have the guts to do that? Yeah, it it certainly was a process, and I won't say that um, I I. I was, I was really, uh, so the, the, the short answer is when staying got impossible, right? That, that, you know, that at that stage in my life, I was still not aware enough to make those kinds of choices consciously, right? Other than except in extreme situations. And so part of what I, my hope for the work that I do in the world now is that I get to reach women before that crisis, right? Right, Before that burnout. Before that real struggle takes over your life. And so I, my story is not that I found my way to somebody helping me before I had crisis. I had chaos and crisis and I, I literally just couldn't do it anymore. And so um, it, it really on some level was not about me being courageous, it, but it was, it was happening. I had started down the path of some level of personal development and I had started asking the question, is, is this all there is? Does right. this have to be my truth? And the clear answer was no. And I had no idea what was going to come on the other side, but I was really, really clear that I could not stay where I was. And so that was the beginning of it. And um, it was scary. It was super scary. And, you know, I had a little bit of, of some security, but I, I was not, I was not in a stage to have planned for my retirement when, right. at, you know, in my mid forties. And I certainly had to be thinking about what else was going to come. But um, I, I think the other piece too, is that I always had a faith and a trust that I would land on my feet. I think that came from the hospitality business because there was, there is no security in that world. There was no, no. retirement. There was no government pension. There was no nothing. You had to know that you, you were likely out of a job tomorrow and that you would need to use your own resources to figure out how to get a new one. So I always had that. And what I've come to appreciate now is it just also is just my inherent faith in the, power of the universe to support me right that that made that be possible too so well 
I give you kudos, my friend, because I don't know if I would have done it if I didn't have a little golden parachute they gave me to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. And so it's, um, but I would argue that if it was bad enough, you I would, would go. You know, I, <laughs> right. I would use that example of when people are, when I'm working with women one-on-one and they're saying, you know, I can't do it. I can't make this change. And I say, you know, you, we all know those stories of the mother or father that lifts the car off their child, right? Because you had to. And I know that we can all, we all have a story of doing something that we thought was impossible mm. that we did when we had to, right. for whatever we defined had to as. And so if we can connect to that energy and then use that energy toward this thing that we don't think is quite as scary, then now we have a whole new set of possibilities. And, and like I say, the whole point is you've got it in there somewhere. Mm. You, just, you just have to figure out how to activate it at will rather than being pushed. Right. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, and it's always better to live life on your terms. So you chose rather than them saying, okay, so today's the day you're not going to have a job again tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if that's changed in the hospitality industry now with the, you know, all the people that were out of a job and now how hard it is to fill those jobs. I wonder if it's changed that they give you more security. I, I don't know. Some of the companies did start to, you know, some of the big brands got got comfortable with more traditional packages, um, but it's still it it's still I would you know, and I don't have that much connection to it anymore. But I'm going to say that that it's still in the scheme of things in terms of if you're mm-hmm. looking for a really great benefit package, that's not the place. This is, to not, <laughs> this is not it. <laughs> well. You know, and that's a lot of reasons why people stay at their jobs is because my medical is covered, my medical, you know. Right. And even now, that's not as big a no. deal as it once no. was because you can get medical now. So things have yeah. changed. Well, and and I, I made that choice um, even when I was still working in hotels because I've always, thankfully, been relatively healthy. And I learned early on that group health insurance was not necessarily going to be the most economical for me. So mm-hmm. I sourced and bought my own insurance a long, even before I left the working world. And so, um, and now I participate in a non-traditional health share. That's a whole nother conversation, but. Ooh, that's cool. But again, yeah. And so it, it really, it speaks to what else is possible, right? I looked at the traditional insurance and said, this isn't working for me because why would I pay $500 a month to go once a year for a $250 exam? Right. Right. Doesn't make sense. Yes, I get that. You know, I need some protection in the event of catastrophic, all that stuff. But there are other ways to slice and dice it if you choose to look. And so, again, it's that perspective of how do we look at what we assume is the only option and then say, well, wait a minute. Is that really true? Are there other ways that this same thing could be accomplished or a similar thing or something that, and wait a minute, is it, is it really the health insurance I want? Or is it the, the sense of security that comes from knowing that if I have a catastrophic problem, I'm covered, right? right? Yeah. I can yeah. pay the hundred dollars to go to the doctors, right? 
but yeah. I don't want to get in the hot, be end up in the hospital for 30 days and have a million dollar bill that needs to be paid. Three by days. I was in the hospital three days. Just yeah. the hospital was 50,000. And then yeah. all the doctors got separate bills. I was like, oh my oh, God, yeah. all these people that came into me and said, hi, yeah. how you do it? Now I have to pay them $500. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. But I did yeah. have insurance. You know, yeah. I love that how you said about looking at what's possible. And I know that you used to be a stress junkie. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. now you've gone to this, I love the title you give it, the possibilitarian. Yeah. So how did you go from stress fall to let me look at this the way other people don't even see it? How did yeah. you get there? Yeah. Asking a lot of questions. So I've always been a, a deep thinker, always been a deep thinker, always been highly intellectual, always a seeker of information. I call myself an information gatherer, master information gatherer. <clears throat> But it was always about finding solutions. I also laugh about, um, uh, I, I have historically in some circles called my mother the master catastrophizer because she is. she taught me the amazing gift of being able to problem solve everything mm. and a thousand times over, right? So, so what used to be true for me was that I used that power to feed the engine that said, there's this thing that's happening, this fixed thing that's happening that I have to resolve, right? I can, and if I put my brain power to it, I can fix this because I'm smart and I'm resourceful and I'm all those things and yeah. I can fix this. What I came to understand is there are some things I can't fix. And that's a story for another day. But there are some things I can't fix. And what if I started to take those 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 boundaries away? If, what if I started to say, but wait a minute, I don't have to only focus on this thing that I can see. What if I start to look at the possibility of the things I can't see? It's that, that I, whose quote is it? Einstein's, you can't fix the problem with the same brain that created it, right? Yes. That idea that there's, you know, and, and now that I've spent more time in studying neuroscience and all of those things, we know that we use just this little teeny part of what's available to us. And if we want to go quantum on it and talk about cosmic influence and universal and spirit and all of that, we can do that too, that we are just this little speck of the possibilities and, and look at, look at the earth's examples of what happens when a seed falls to the ground and all, all of those things. It's so clear to me now yeah. that we are so much more than the story that we want to put ourselves, the path that we want to put ourselves on based on whatever trajectory we are on. Yeah. And if we can start to say, and, and like I said, I was in the situation where I, the first, I, I knew I wanted things to be different. I didn't know what the different meant, mm -hmm. but I knew where I was, was not okay. Yep. And, and, and you know, anybody who's watching can relate yeah. to that. Yeah. We all and, go and, through that. 
And I said, you know, there's got to be another way. And so I started to look at everywhere that I made things fixed, everything that I made them true with a capital T, just because, because I grew up that way, or my mother told me it, or my spouse yeah. told me it, or my yeah. work life told me it, or I told me it because that's what I understood this to be today. Right. You know, where did I have all of those things in my world? And every time I connected those dots to that very specific linear path, I'd ask the question, one, is this the path I want to be on? And is this the only path? Is this the only truth? And always, always, always the answer is no, it's not the only truth. Yeah. And then over time, I came to understand, I, I came to learn who I was and what mattered to me. And then I started making choices with that as the boundary, with that as the rule, not what random thing was put in front of me, but did it meet a couple of criteria? And those were my personal criteria. They don't matter to anybody else. They just matter to me. And then I get to create my, and I have created my life around those things. And it takes courage. It yeah. takes real courage because once you start changing, you know, it's yeah. kind of like the crab in the bucket. Everybody's yeah. trying to bring you back down to where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And, you, you know, I don't know if it happened for you, but I lost people along the way who just, oh, sure. you know, they just weren't my people anymore. Yeah. And that was a challenge too. That was a challenge yeah. too. I spend a lot of time with Julia Cameron's work in the artist's way. Yeah. And um, the in the artist's way. way. Oh, love it. If you yeah. don't have exactly. that book, it's a series. It's all connect with Nanette about the artist's way. Yeah. Because even if you've read the book, it's not the same as connecting to and doing the activities, it. right? Yeah. So I know. Yeah, that's and I, ha I do, do. I have a cluster starting March sixth. So anybody who's interested, just just message me on private message or whatever. The point I wanted to make is she talks about crazy makers, and in my stress junkie life, I surrounded myself with crazy makers because I was a fixer. I wanted to, you know, that's how I claimed my badge of honor was right. that I could handle all of that crazy stuff, right? I, you know, I could do it. And so, and I felt good when I solved all those problems. So I had lots of crazy makers in my world and I don't have those anymore. There are some things that it's nice to let just sort of drift away. Yeah. And, you know, I think for all of us, when we, when we make a conscious choice to shift, to up level, however it is you choose, whatever language you use, um, we find a new, we find a new flow. We find a new, and we find new people along the way. And it's, and it's, you know, and I, and I'm, I'm not sorry for the relationships before they've all brought me to where I am. It's all part of the creative process. We mm -hmm. need all of that information. I just don't live in that story anymore. That's, right. that's the difference is, and I believe and choose that every day I'm creating a new part of my story that just us having this conversation has opened up possibilities that weren't there 10 minutes ago. Exactly. 
And that's a really fun kind of light and exciting place to be. So, yeah, well, let me, I want to make sure everybody has your website. So it's createwithnanette.com and you'll find some free resources there. Yes. Um, what do you have that they can get there? So I have a, a creative living guide is there uh, that will take you through some of the basic principles of how to get started with just, and usually the first step is just calming down enough to, and creating some space so you can start to bring in some new, you can start to choose what to bring in as your new things. Um, there are a couple of um, downloadable printables. There's a couple, there's a, a great, my today I begin a new um, mantra is there. That is right. a really nice thing to start with. Um, I am a big fan of morning ritual, just setting your day up for success and really setting into who is it I want to be today? How do yeah, I want to show up? And because we get to choose that and people feel it from us, you know, and that's, you know, people feel the difference in the me as a calm person versus the me that was the stress junkie. They can see it and feel it. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, that's a big big thing to start with. And I always offer a complimentary discovery call for anyone who's interested in coaching. Um, and it doesn't have to be, you know, and I, I work with people just to get them unstuck on creative projects. It doesn't have to be long-term. It can be, you know, uh, there are all kinds of ways to slice and dice that. Yeah. Um, and one, and, and I will, I will have some, you may or may not be able to see the painting behind me. I'm I do. I'm going to start doing some painting. This is an intuitive painting process, believe it or not. And um, you did that. Yes. From I'm a teacher in training now for a body of work called Intentional Creativity. And um, it's all about using paint, which is new to me. I've not, I've not been a big painter. I was a repurposer, my, my, my creative reuse roots. Um, but this is all about using paint to help us un, um, unveil our, our, our new story. So um, it's really, really fun. It's so. beautiful. And, you know, I love, you know, anybody, I'm sure you all can feel Nanette's peace, like she's peaceful and yeah. gentle. And I mean, really, you have, you are nowhere near a stress junkie. No. <laughs> I, know I would be remiss if we didn't talk about trash to treasure. Because yes. I know that was a big part of your journey. Yes. Just share with everybody a little bit about that and, and yeah. what it is and how it made a difference yeah. for you. Yeah. So Trash to Treasure was a nonprofit in Fort Lauderdale. That nonprofit no longer exists, but the concept um, in Palm Beach, there is one called Resource Depot. The creative reuse movement is alive and well and is part of um, the idea is that that creative reuse centers take in supplies and materials that uh, can be repurposed in variety of activities. So uh, often creative activities. And what I was doing there was sorting and organizing. So, for example, when my child got old enough to leave the house and I had a giant collection of old craft materials that we weren't using anymore from her old Girl Scout days and whatever. I put them in a bag and was able to take them to Trash to Treasure to donate them 
And then we as volunteers would sort and organize them. And it would be like a Michael's store, typically is what they're like, only it's, everything has been used before. So uh, it's full of bottle caps and corks and fabric oh. and all, all those things. And what I came to appreciate was that this taking something old, taking something that that had had a useful life and was now being made available to be something different was this beautiful metaphor for what was happening in my life. You know, I was mm -hmm. taking this, this stuff that felt worn out and used and bleh, right? And then putting it back together in a new way that could be something magical. And that, and it, you know, and I was there for eight years, every Saturday of my life, putting my hands in and, and what I now have come to appreciate even more fully is that this notion of when we actually, for women in particular, but for anybody, we are creators. And when we don't create, we stifle that energy in ourselves. And, and creating can be gardening or cooking or any, it can be in your business, but I would invite people who are stuck in the, well, I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm a creator place to do something else where you get your hands dirty. Because in that space, we get this opportunity to channel an energy that we don't see any other place. So this idea that there's so much more for us to uncover, we uncover when we're creating, no matter what it is that you're making. And we get to get super excited and lit up when we end up with a result. And, you know, we end up with a result that's that that's like, wow, we actually did that? Like this? Right. Where did that come from? from? I actually did that? Where did I that come from? That, like, oh. It's like, where did that come from? Yeah. I haven't painted with color since I was in high school. Where did that come from? You know, and obviously I'm super excited about it. And rightfully so is my point that we all should have those experiences because then I get to look at, I'm more willing to take that little risk. I'm more willing to trust when I, I, I need to call on my courage. I'm more willing to trust it's going to be okay because I have these examples of trying new things in a creative endeavor where it worked. And then yeah. sometimes they don't. And so then I cover it over and I start again. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Right. So it was um, a really magical time. And now I, I'm also spending a little bit of time up at Resource Depot. But for, for anybody who needs regular supplies, you should definitely look up creative reuse centers in your area. They're they're really and they serve a wonderful purpose in the educational community generally because we're so short of supplies in that arena. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, the other the thing about creativity is it allows you to excel everywhere in your life. Absolutely. I had a client once who was um, stuck in her real estate business. Yeah. And, she, and I said, well, what do you love? What do you love? And she said, well, actually, I love writing poetry. Yeah. 
So we pursued that. She pursued that. Yeah. And she released a book of poems. And as that was all happening, her real estate business tripled. So yep. everything works together. And you don't realize that the harder you try, right. you've got to let go and let the let your inner goddess of creativity come out. <laughs> yeah. Right? And you help people do that, especially yeah. for you know, busy people who are so intentional about their work. Yeah. Yeah. I like how you're talking about intentionally creative. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing. You've got to schedule in that creative time. So yes. for anybody who's interested in tapping into another part of yourself, I really urge you to get in touch with Nanette because, you know, they say you don't know what you don't know. Right. And yeah. the creativity that you pay, that you help us to tap into is yeah. that don't know what we don't yes. know. It is absolutely, and there's magic hiding in there. There yeah. it is, yeah. <laughs> and we can't see it because mm -hmm. our head isn't going to get us there. Right, yeah. it comes from somewhere yeah. else, and that's yeah. what Nanette does. Is she helps us get to that somewhere yeah. else? Yeah. So Nanette, thank you so thank much. You. For being so with us today i so appreciate you your story being able to you know jump without a golden parachute and just say i gotta do something about my life this isn't working the way i wanted to yeah. and now you have absolutely created what you wanted yeah i mean yeah. here you are living the yeah. life you yeah. wanted to live so yeah. i admire you i love you i'm so so oh, thrilled that you were here with us today and thank you such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Always nice to reconnect. Yes, you too. So make sure you go to createwithnanette.com, createwithnanette.com, and check out those re resources and connect with Nanette. She'd love to have a conversation with you. Just Absolutely. To see where you're at, what you want to do. Maybe you need a breakthrough in some small thing that you're working on. Whatever it is, yeah. connect with this woman. She can make a difference for you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for being with us today and for always being here. And I will see you again next week with another episode of Be Real, Get Real. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a wonderful day.